0: I mean, there is just something how instantly it felt weird. Oh, I like, bet. Like, I mean, it just, everything's silent. Well, we're all discombobulated right now anyway, well, too. Well, discombobulated anyway, but I think this would have been the same no matter what time it yeah. is, no matter when this would have happened. Um, sure, you could add in the extra factor of all that, but it's the fact that I could hear the voices. And what I didn't voices? know, I, w- I did not hear any voices beforehand. I'm sorry, what? There are voices in your house? Uh, no, I don't know about that, but yeah, I did hear, I'll explain. Hello, yeah, This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah Still Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A lot to talk about today. First off, thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com. And clicks on the audible link right there at the top of the page. Uh that is a great way to support Fun Employment Radio. Click that and then sign up, get yourself two free audiobooks. Oh, Help you were saying that
1: you were going to pick another one. What what audiobook are you going to listen to next?
0: I haven't picked one yet. I'm debating on that Stephen King one that uh Rick was talking about yesterday. If but it also, scars
1: Rick that much, I'd uh, Yeah, I maybe I don't know. That's it seems kind of terrifying. I feel like them. he
0: might scar easily though in certain ways. In some
1: ways. And in yeah. other ways he's like unbrickable. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so I don't know which way this would be, uh, but there's that. And I also want to say thank you to everybody who's been sending in recommendations. I'll get everybody written back, but thank you very much. Um, so I've got several different uh, recommendations that people have for some different sci-fi books look to at listen you. to. What is that? A, that's
1: very exciting. It's really I, it nice is, to get a call I to really action. Yeah. a call to action, and people actually are helping. You. I know.
0: I, yeah, I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why I'm saying thank you. And so I'm going to be taking a look at all those too, and then deciding what I'm going to get. But anyway. Go to the website, have you ever thought about trying
1: something besides like a space opera? Like going full, like trying to read, I just something. said, Stephen King. Well, yeah, but you also always read Stephen King as well, it's either Stephen King or a space opera. Well, then
0: I'll get to a space opera.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, okay,
0: all right. <laughs> uh, no, I did start listening to that other one, the non fiction, the one about uh Charles Manson and the CIA and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, and then I listened to it for a while, and then it just It's good. But it just got to be too too much for me. Yeah, and that's totally okay. No, too tedious. So I'll go back to it at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very good book, though. But I wanted to get into my my space opera, which I still haven't quite finished. I've got like twenty minutes left. Oh. They really shook things up. I'll say that.
1: Wow, Real no topsy turvy in your space opera land.
0: Yeah, but anyway, we're talking too much about books. We should probably. That oh my God. <laughs> that's a 10 year 10 year oh, ago callback flashback for a or, yes exactly uh, audience that was
1: a conversation we had with our program director years ago
0: <laughs> so so going from there um let's uh i want to talk about what happened last night so uh you know here in portland i live upstairs in the house i'm Jesus not gonna go through it i'm not gonna go through it all but i just i do want to explain where i am so last night um I have a trouble going to sleep anyway and it's very hot here in for us in portland it's very hot i know this is nothing anywhere else there's a million other problems in the world but it's it's warm here we're not used to it when it's warm i mean
1: now. it was 90s yesterday so that is pretty that's pretty
0: warm that's warm i don't mind it during the day it's just at night when i'm trying to sleep that's when i need a, when it can get kind of bad mm. but um you know i've got an air conditioner and and fan on and all that stuff so fine You know, roll myself into sleep, get to sleep finally, and then about one thirty, all of a sudden it's you know those feelings when you're just like, you wake up and you're like something's wrong, something's off. Yeah, what's off? Like what? What just what just changed? Like you have to like wake up and be like, okay, am I dreaming? And then you like assess your environment and you're like, what's going on? Like why? Why is why what is what has changed in here? Like if something's woken you up suddenly, something's woken you you up, but you don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Like that's the worst when you wake up and you're like. I just got woken up, but I don't know why. Yeah. And so it's, it kind of freaks you out a little oh, bit. Oh, no,
1: I've totally had that, Like especially in my apartment when all of a sudden like, there'll be a loud bang or something, and then I'll wake up and I'll be like, is someone breaking down my fucking door? What's happening? Yeah, and you don't know, and you're kind of
0: disoriented. Well, no, I mean, uh, yeah, with like a bang maybe or something like that, but, but waking up to nothing. Ooh. Like when it's just completely silent. Like something was whispering in you like, wake up. I don't know. Ooh. Like you don't know what it is because you're coming out of out of sleep. So you don't know why you're awake. You just know something is off. All right. It's very unnerving. It's an unnerving feeling. <laughs> so I did that. So I, I wake up and I'm like, what's going on? And I'm and I'm trying to assess the situation and it takes me a minute. I'm like, actually, everything is completely quiet. Why is it so quiet? Why is it so quiet? Because I had had the fan and the air conditioner on. Mm-hmm. And then I, I realized, okay, I was like, oh okay maybe did, did i trip the power out there's like a breaker problem because i have the um air conditioner going on or something like which has never happened before yeah but, but i mean i guess that you know kind of makes whatever sense. It, could, yeah. it could happen so so i wake up and i go downstairs and i've realized afterward what happened here is i went so i went downstairs and you know everything's fine i go down to the breakers and i'm looking at them like nothing's off like so i i flipped it anyway Come back upstairs and everything's back on again. So I'm like, okay, that's all it was. Yeah. And, and, but the breakers hadn't been broken. So I go back to sleep and then I I wake up maybe like 15 minutes later to the same thing. Like this silent, like "Ah, something's wrong. Oh God. And then I realized that uh, I I went back downstairs. I'm like, oh damn it. This has happened again. And all the lights off were off downstairs. Like there was no power to the house. Oh wow. Like the entire house, the entire house. Oh, wait, so it was just
1: upstairs the first time and then now it's all of it? Well, this is
0: what I figured out. So I don't think so. I think what happened the first time was the power went out upstairs. I went downstairs. And in the transition of me going from upstairs to my house down the stairwell, which I wouldn't see any power or lights, it came back on. I think it, it had gone out the entire thing the first time. It's just by the time I got down the stairs, it had come back on. That's why the breakers were like, I was like, what the hell? There's nothing wrong here.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So I think it went out. And then it came back on, I went to sleep, and then it went out again. And then I go downstairs, and now everything's completely pitch black. And that's where, you know, I have my windows open because it's because it's hot and it's to flush out hot air, you know, at night or whatever. Yeah. And then bring in whatever cool air there is. And it's at that moment, though, where I forget, I live in a very busy place because I'm in a city, I'm in... Rural area, yeah. It's I'm not a rural area. Excuse me. I'm in a neighborhood, but there's a lot more activity than I realized. Well, there's a lot.
1: I mean, it's it is a close knit neighborhood. Like you have a lot of like neighbors that are busy doing things, and there are lots of people surrounding you.
0: Yeah, but it's also I'm on a very busy street too. Two busy streets, really. um, Right off of one, so I there's always activity, and it's at that moment. This was probably like one thirty in the morning. I can look. I think I posted on Facebook later on, just seeing if anybody else had this, but and. I'm, I realized the windows are open and I'm like, okay, I can't hear it. the normal noises that I would hear, but I can hear talking and I could hear this like conversations. That's weird. It was very weird. And it's one of those things where are like, where the hell is that coming from? What is going on? Where, mm-hmm. why am I hearing a conversation right now? because everything's dark. A, it's dark, so I'm a little disoriented. I'm also frustrated because I'm like, I really need sleep right now because I've got like a huge day tomorrow. You know, one of those things where you're like, ah, this sucks. Yeah. Um, And I don't know where they were. I don't know where the conversations were
1: coming from. But they were from somewhere outside because everything's what, so like silent?
0: Sounded like it was from outside, but I think it was just because, yeah, everything was so silent. And at was that it point, your whole,
1: So was it your whole neighborhood that was out?
0: As far as the eye could see.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. I've only seen that once and that was like, 15 years ago in, like, downtown Portland. Do you remember that blackout? Yeah. mm -hmm. And I was in the Matador RIP, like, the best fucking downtown bar, and sitting in the back of there with some friends, and all of a sudden it was just, like, poof, and everything downtown went out. It was just pitch black. It was so freaky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I say as far as the eye can see, which means, you know, like, three blocks because there's corners and, you know, I don't know. Um, I could tell that the whole city wasn't out because I could see light further off. Yeah. But as far as, you know, on the street that I can see, it was the whole neighborhood. Wow. And with that, though, I realized that I left like a, one of my flashlights in the car, this flashlight that I wanted. So I'm like, okay, well, I got to go out to my car. Oh, and it, it, the flashlight also doubles as a charger for my phone because I didn't want my phone to die. So anyway, yeah. I had to go get that out of the car. But I walk outside and I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm really unnerved because like the street lights were out and... It's completely pitch black. And I walked out there barefoot for some reason, which was not smart.
1: Yeah, that's not. No I just decided idea. to go like really quick
0: <laughs> while I was half asleep. And I don't know. There's something about that. there just like instantly felt like, okay, now this is like, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is for it, but it's it, like instincts start kidding, kicking in. Yeah. Like like some real latent like instincts, you know, for Nanny, were you like, "Oh, you're mm.
1: being corrected multiple times in the chat, Greg. It's, it's not your car.":
0: I went out to my rig. Oh my uh, God <laughs> so douchey. I had to get a power charger out of my rig. So it, I don't know. It was a strange feeling, I think, with everything else that's going on, and even having gone up to the woods and camped recently, this was just different, because it's not like there's the sounds of nature. There's just nothing except for like voices from somewhere, and then everything's pitch black. And you feel just real unnerved. I real w- unnerved I in would, the middle of a city like that.
1: Uh, yeah, especially if you can overhear a conversation and you know that it's just silent.
0: I don't know where it is either. I don't oh, know where yeah. that conversation's at. That would at. freak me out. Because everything is so quiet that maybe voices are just carrying. But somebody else is up at 1.30 having a conversation with somebody else. And, see, and I don't know time- where they are. And I can't see, you know, really. I said as far as I can see, like I could see that there was no light from anywhere. But you really couldn't see down the street because it's black tar... Um, roads yeah so it doesn't so it just like, reflect like any light Deep black yeah. yeah it's just like deep black and ugh, yeah oh, that's I weird. didn't like it I've never had like it.
1: my power go out in my apartment that I live in now but I think really? that would be no I mean at least not when I've been there and yeah I but I think I would be kind of freaked out to wake up to, to sounds because I also sleep with a fan but I do sleep with um, headphones and with my white noise so I would probably like not know about it for a few
0: until like I got started to get really hot <laughs> because Does, doesn't that make you nervous no. Sleeping with the white noise?
1: No, because I, I used to sleep with a white noise machine, but I mean, living in an apartment, especially, well, when people, you know, used to be able to go out at night and go to bars and stuff, I live kind of in an area where there are a few bars, yeah. and people would come like, you know, stumbling
0: out in the middle of the night. and Right, impossible murders that impossible. you would just ignore. And-
1: yeah, but I don't, but they would wake me up, too, so I mean... If they're going to murder me, I might as well just let them murder me. Oh, no, I mean
0: the murders that you heard outside of your place when you oh, hear the well, screams. They,
1: I never saw any reports to say that anyone was murdered. So, I mean, I think I made a good call there. Of doing nothing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but I sleep with the, with the white noise attached to my phone. So at least I don't think that I would notice until.
0: You probably wouldn't even hear it.
1: No, probably not. But if I woke up in pitch black, because I do, like, you know, have like a light in my bathroom that I leave on. Huh. Just so I can see.
0: Um, questions are being asked in our Fun Employment Radio uh live chat here for the Supporters Club. Thank you to everybody who's a member of the Supporters Club. We do appreciate it. Six ninety nine a month, first week is free. Even
1: you, Allison, who think who wrote us about the cows. <laughs> oh,
0: you quick side note for Holy messages. shit. For and uh, Just stepping out of this episode for a minute to re- regard yesterday's episode, we've received a lot of cow messages. I have
1: n- I um, have never received so many messages you. about cows. Yes, thank you.
0: And uh, all of them were funny, but uh, we <laughs> frustrated realized- because yeah, we like, frustrated, because they're
1: like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> we will issue
0: a formal apology for uh, frustrating everyone about our cow talk yesterday. <laughs> Didn't realize it was going to be a controversial show. You never know when those are going to happen, but um, yeah, apparently our lack of cow knowledge has really upset some people. So we, we're I have received some like direct apologize. messages and different
1: <laughs> things from people like, yeah, was that like a put on, like, I think people are like trying to give me the benefit of the doubt, like, are you really that stupid? I'm like,
0: yeah. Nobody said that to you. No,
1: but I think they were trying to give me an out. They're like, oh, you were just kind of like doing that up for the show, right? I'm like, uh,
0: no. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. I've been around you when you were, well, you, you're a city girl. I am. You've always been a city girl. You don't know anything about the country.
1: About cows? Now I do. Now I know a lot yeah. about cows. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who <laughs> to us. But that's one of those episodes, too, where people I didn't even know listened, or just like, God damn it, Sarah. <laughs> it's like all, the, all the message subjects just say, like, fucking cows or something. <laughs> oh, cow talk. All right. Controversial. Did you, did you see what I called yesterday's episode? No. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk cows. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did not see that. Of that. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, okay. I
1: figured you never look at what I write, so I, just... I
0: do usually, but it, not yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Let's see. Stranded in Bakersfield says, uh, "Greg, you were abducted by aliens, and the silence and power outage was a simulation to keep you from knowing the voices you heard were the aliens having discussions about you." Well, there's a nightmare I'll have.
1: Oh God! You overheard them. That's what people say when they get abducted. That's what they'll hear over hear people talking. And looking what? at them. Yeah, when people are abducted, they'll like, hear like, murmurs.
0: What, the aliens are chattering mm-hmm. at them about them? And
1: then they'll realize that you woke up, and they'll be like, bink, and put you back to sleep.
0: What do you mean, bink, with your finger out like bink? that? Like, how do you know? I don't, because they, that's, what I,
1: that's what I heard. That's what happened in my alien abduction. They bink you? Mm-hmm. So, bink, you go back to sleep, and all of a sudden, poof, the power's back on.
0: Well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I don't like that idea at all. <laughs> it did seem like a dream, though. Because it was like so dark and I was so tired and disoriented and discombobulated with the, yeah, that was weird. Uh, Tony says, "There's Greg being a teen girl from a slash movie going outside at night, no shoes in his underwear."
1: Oh uh, my god! Did you tell somebody that you'd be right back?
0: Who, a, who am I gonna tell? I'll I don't be know, right like back.
1: A, your roommate or something. If he came out, maybe he'd be like, "No, nobody." Because that's in. that's another horror movie staple. You know, I'll be right back.
0: No, that's nobody what they, knew I was going outside. I know, but nobody that's what that's what
1: the um, you know, underwear clad, you know, shoeless girls say when they leave the room and they go and get straight up murdered. Yeah. I'll be right back.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that's what they said. Didn't
1: you ever learn that from Scream, the rules of horror movies?
0: I mean, I watched Scream. Oh,
1: it's such a great franchise. I don't
0: watch horror movies like you watch horror movies. I love. Yes, I love them. I mean, they're fine. But I don't like memorize them. By the once way, I see them, they're pretty much gone from my memory.
1: If anyone's looking to Unless watch like a, really a good one, um, just a side note: if you have Amazon Prime, I watched this uh, last weekend with my friend. Uh, it's called "I See You," and uh, don't look up I anything. Don't look up anything about it. Just go in. It's it actually kind of freaked me out. It's very well done, and it has a very so Helen Hunt is in it, and I have not seen her for a while. I like Helen Hunt. Yeah yeah she does look very different though and the hand of time comes for us all totally understand that people do not stay the same I don't look the same as I did 20 years ago okay you're
0: doing a lot of defending right here how different does Helen Hunt look she looks very different okay so
1: just a heads up that was kind of distracting at first but I mean but the story itself is really great so it's called I See You it's on Amazon Prime
0: I like that Helen Hunt oh she's fabulous she's a great actress of course Hmm. Okay, now I'll have to look up and see what Helen Hunt looks like. now. No, because right. my friend
1: and I who were watching it, like because none of us want to besmirch Helen Hunt, but I finally had yeah. to say, like, she looks a little weird, right? And she's like, yeah, I know I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, okay, we don't, we don't have to talk about it, but oh, we just man. have to address it. Yeah. Huh. Okay. It's, yeah. Okay, anyway, but anyway, yep. great movie, great movie. All right. All right. So horror movies, yes. Uh, so you did exactly what people do that is precise. 100%.
0: Pretty much defenseless. Precisely what everyone who gets walked murdered outside. Went. Yeah, it was a real dumb decision. It was that was not a bright move, because then I'm looking all around. I'm like I can't see anything. Somebody could sneak up behind me. What the fuck? Oh goddamn
1: it! And you're going to your all black jeep in your underwear, no shoes, in the middle of the night, hearing voices that you don't know where they're coming from.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a bright move. No, it was one of those things. Like if this were training for you know when everything like whatever happens oh knows, like they do in know? like
1: academies where they like set you up for like situations you
0: would have totally been the murdered in academies what are you talking about like if
1: you're in like a police academy or something where they train you for like different scenarios like to not get what? murdered
0: i guess like yeah. you know when they
1: set up like the fake people like the cardboard people and they sit and shoot them it's like you being set up for the scenario talking and-
0: about like the scene in like men in black when they're like testing his skills
1: yes also i think in like police academy
0: <laughs> yeah, that's... Okay, yeah, no, Police Academy. Yeah, that's, that's true. Thinking of. Wow, I'm talking about it. This is my while. knowledge. There, there it is. Yes, just like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so there's there's that... Uh, the, some different uh, different scenarios here. But anyway, um, I ended up uh, just kind of going, you know, from there and, uh, and, and getting back inside. And then, unfortunately, it
1: didn't come on for a long time. I am kind of going with this alien abduction thing a little bit because you were outside... In your underwear. It sounds like something happened. Do you remember going outside?
0: Yes, I remember going. That outside. didn't sound very confident. Did no, you I remember kind of walking come, outside. Did you and come being... to
1: outside in your underwear? Um, oh god, what if you got plopped back down out there?
0: <gasps> no, I I ended up I ended up. Do you feel weird? Do you feel probed? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't feel probed. Um. No, but I, I mean, I will say that.
1: So you recall going downstairs and going outside and, yeah. and being out there in your, like, were you wearing a shirt?
0: I don't remember. I think I put
1: a shirt on. So something suddenly woke you up. All the lights are out. Then you're what? outside, shoeless, in your underwear. Yeah. That's totally a fucking alien abduction. Shit.
0: It's not totally an alien abduction. That totally is. I mean, I do know that I came to on my bed and it was like four in the morning and the power came back on.
1: Police Academy, how old are you? <laughs> Fucking old, Keelan.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many people remember Police Academy. Uh, but, really,
1: there were like seven of them, weren't there?
0: Oh yeah, there was a ton of them. Yeah. Yeah, but that's still... The last one was probably put out in like 1991 <laughs> or something. Um high res high t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi Daria. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, well now, well now that is a little bit weird.
1: With no noise outside, so the simulation was
0: perfect. And I was very tired, and I am very tired. Like I've been up all night. You're always very tired, but this is no, I'm more extra tired. tired. I'm extra tired today. Probably
1: because of all the abducting that happened last night. All <laughs> the probing. All the probing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that's weird. Now, now I feel completely crazy.
1: I mean, why did you go outside? There's no reason for. No, you- I
0: went out there to get the because I have this. Why
1: didn't you just use your cell phone for a flashlight?
0: Well, I, I needed the charger. It was more. It was more the charger that I was going for, because I've got like a battery charger. Thing. Okay. And it was out in the car, so I needed that because my phone. In the what? This is my rig, uh, so I went out there to get to get that. I don't know. Now you're making me feel very odd because well, I'm, very I'm a little bit odd. punch drunk because I am so tired. So now you're making me think. Well, do I remember exactly everything? Who? Where was the conversation coming from?
1: How did I get outside my underwear? It was with so
0: that? dark, like ridiculously dark here. Like I don't know if I've ever seen it that lightless in this in in this area. I mean,
1: it kind of sounds like every alien abduction story I've ever seen. It sounds like Fire in the Sky. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid.
0: Fire in the Sky? Dude. Oh, yeah.
1: We woke up in that little, like, gel pod thing. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. Oh,
1: that freaks me out.
0: It's based on a true story, you know.
1: I know. I think I think you and I talk about this, like, once a year. And then you end with it's based on a true story. They were, like, loggers or something, right? Mm-hmm.
0: It was them and then the uh, Barney and Betty. Barney and Betty story.
1: Barney and Betty.
0: Barney and Betty. Okay.
1: Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Today's weird. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, hey, it wouldn't be another. Greg, you didn't do the day the day of our, in the year of our apocalypse. Oh,
0: it's Tuesday, July 21st, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse. Apocalypse? Yeah, I just said that.
1: <laughs> another day another Guinness world record but Greg this is a delicious one because it has to do with
0: cheese oh something you like
1: oh which by the way I want to thank uh, our pal Dimitri for the delicious cheese platter that he sent to me um, that he was able to drop off he socially distanced dropped it off and Dimitri's just lovely and he also gave me a ton of hot dogs so thank you Dimitri for feeding me for approximately two days
0: the way to Sarah's heart hot dogs and cheese
1: (laughs) correct (laughs) Correct. So thank you. All right. An Italian community has captured a Guinness World Record when cheesemakers created a wheel of pecorino. Do you know what pecorino I is? I do
0: not. What is that?
1: I don't know what an Italian cheese I thought
0: you were like a cheese expert. I mean,
1: I like cheese, but I don't know all about it. You're the one that worked at the as the
0: cheese <laughs> yeah, guy. A terrible cheese guy. <laughs> I just lied because I had no idea what You even had a, a cheese about. beret when you did it. I did, I did have a cheese beret. God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> um Pecorino oh, Pecorino is made from sheep's milk. Oh, lovely. A and it's younger than Parmesan. So it's in like the Parmesan. So it's like a harder one? I guess like so. Crumbly.
1: All right. So, well, weighed in at 1,319.5 pounds. <laughs> That's, a, That's a lot a of thousand cheese. 1,000 pounds of cheese, 1,300 pounds of cheese. That's too much. Uh, the commune of Loculi on the island of Sardinia assembled the cheese um. uh, and the cheese was seasoned. So they assembled it. On May twelfth, two thousand nineteen, and the cheese was seasoned for twelve months before being officially examined by a, a Guinness. Ad, how do you say that was adjud, adjudicator? Adjudicator. Adjudicator. Well, the massive pecorino was declared to be the largest cheese made from sheep's milk, beating out the previous one, which was one thousand one hundred and seventy-eight pounds, made in Escoli, pecchino You know Italian stuff. Am I saying that right? I know I never I'm not. See it. Anyway, somewhere else in Italy. uh, Back in 2009. So they said the cheese was made with traditional methods and above and beyond the record, it was a chance to rediscover the local area's artisan skills and food culture. So they shared the cheese with the town. Cheese! If somebody did a Guinness World Record cheese here in Portland, I would totally go and have a piece
0: of it. Would you want to be a Guinness World Record cheese adjudicator?
1: That would be amazing. But then you don't really get to eat it, you're just weighing it.
0: Well, you get to eat it afterward. I mean, it's really maybe. not going to go to waste. They're not going to let That's
1: however many true.
0: thousand pounds of cheese go to waste.
1: I don't think like, I'd want to spend my... Well, I mean, I would you like to also travel be... and then just, like, if people are like, hey, I'm in Italy, will you come weigh my cheese? I'll be like, "Uh, duh, yes.
0: Well, then also, you could, you know, if you're, they're like, no, you can't have any cheese. I'm like, hmm, maybe uh, this thing's a couple this... <laughs> pounds lighter than I thought. I'm like, all right, here's some cheese. And then you can, like, swing the boat. You can be corrupt, a corrupt cheese judge. I get could paid be. paid in cheese and money. I get paid be in cheese powerful. and money. Very powerful, yeah.
1: That sounds. You can delicious. sway the vote, you know, Timberweight, the cheese.
0: Payment. The cheese crumbles.
1: Don't do that. Next up, a man wearing a Darth Vader costume. I know you like the, the Star Wars, so I wanted to bring okay. this up. A man wearing a Darth Vader costume collected a $95 million dollar lotto jackpot in Jamaica over this past week. That Which,
0: sounds like it would be hot to wear a Darth Vader costume in Jamaica. Jamaica's very warm. Yes.
1: So, uh, well, that only averages, so it's $95 million uh, in Jamaica, and however, that's about 651000 in U.S. currency. Ugh,
0: chump change.
1: Yes. So uh, this man, who is identified only as W. Brown, took a picture saying, May the millions be with you. Darth Vader, or I mean W Brown, bought the winning ticket earlier in July at a sports bar in Maypen Clarendon. Now, it wasn't usually his ticket purchasing place, but he stuck with the same numbers. He said, uh, "Life has not been great. I've come from a poor, poor family. Sometimes I couldn't attend school because my parents couldn't because my parents couldn't afford it. So now he's very excited to be able to change his life with the money. That's cool. And he wants to. He said uh, he wants to decide what he wants to do with it, but the first thing he wants to do is buy his own bus." And travel around. Everyone has their dreams. What's yeah, your dream? Yeah, that's cool.
0: Have you ever been to Jamaica?
1: No, I wish. Been there. You have? You've mm. been to Jamaica?
0: I have been to Jamaica. When? Um, I mean, it was a long time ago. Yeah, I've been to to Jamaica. Like, were you little? To Ocho Rios? No. It's like twenty. Wow. This was a long time ago.
1: I just never heard you talk about I say i oh, went to jamaica. i have some
0: stories about jamaica but
1: wait I'm is that the rum them. one is that the and rum? that's street? haiti
0: that was i went to haiti too and we bought street rum and it was not regular rum oh was yeah something it's else like hallucinogenics it. Or something? it was yeah it messed <laughs> us up <laughs> yeah. don't buy street rum uh that was my lesson there that was weird oh boy yeah i don't know what was in that i have no idea So don't buy street rum in Haiti. Don't buy street rum in Haiti. It's not a good idea. No (laughs) matter how tempting it might be.
1: Next up, a story out of Las Vegas. A masked thief, masked thief, is still at large after he casually exited a Las Vegas adult store in broad daylight with a three foot, 40 pound dildo hoisted over his shoulder. Wow. A 40 pound? 40 pound, three foot dildo. In broad daylight, he took it, he just swung it over his shoulder and left this big adult store in Vegas. So uh, the woman who was working just identified as Laura, who didn't want to give her last name, says, quote, he just picked it up and walked out with it. Uh, Showed the Huffington Post on Tuesday. Uh, So there's surveillance footage of the July 14th theft at Deja Vu Love Boutique in Las Vegas. Reported that the man stuffed the stolen phallus into his car and made a clean getaway. Uh Laura said that the stolen good is actually a sex toy named Moby that retails for one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Why is it named Moby? I do not know. That's weird That's twelve yeah twelve twelve hundred dollar sex toy named Moby. Like guy just goes in and just swings it over his shoulder and then walks out.
0: Yeah, it's confidence.
1: That's just aggressive. Are you hearing voices again?
0: Oh, yeah, that's my neighbor, though.
1: Okay. Yeah, he's been a little chatty. He's chatting it up. Maybe that was who you heard. All right, so if you were in Vegas and stole a...
0: Oh, like Moby Dick. Okay, I see what you're saying. (gasps) Oh! Wow. God, we're dumb. That was real slow on that one. First
1: the cow thing yesterday? Good Lord. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mike said Captain Ahab will come after
0: him. Yeah, I... Yep. Wow. We're it. batting a 1000 working pretty slow here. All right.
1: And finally, anyway, so this story's a few days old. Was, I'm very disappointed.
0: What? All I thought was the... The singer?
1: Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, here we go now, going to the south side.
0: Yeah. Let's get away from this.
1: Finally, final story, and my favorite headline of the day re- <laughs> reads... Tiger King Museum to feature Joe Exotic's penis pump, along with many other of his trinkets.
0: This is the world we've, we've become. Do you,
1: do you remember a few months ago this with that who whole we are old Tiger King thing? God, that yeah, was
0: fun. There's a museum.
1: There's going to be a, mu- a museum, so not yet, but it's yeah. in the works. So, Joe Exotic's Where we live now. penis pump is to be among the odd items on display at a new museum linked to the <sighs> <laughs> Hitmaker docuseries. So TV personality Zach Baggins is overseeing the development of the exhibit, which will feature items belonging to Joe Exotic, he collected, while spending a weekend at a, at the jailed Tiger Trainer Zoo in Oklahoma. All right, so the TV personality is the one that collected Joe Exotic's weird Zach shit that he left behind.
0: Bagans, Oh! Is that the Ghost Adventures dude? It is
1: the Ghost Adventures guy. Get uh, out of here! So he you was... motherfucker! You scared of me! He yells
0: at the ghost. Is ghosts? that the
1: yelly guy? Yeah,
0: he's the yelly guy, I think.
1: Oh, Okay. Um, yeah, so they said after shooting an episode of his series you there. You coward!
0: Show yourself! So he, he, went to, the ghost.
1: he went to the trainer's zoo, so he went to Joe Exotic's zoo to shoot an episode of Ghost Adventures.
0: Oh. Why?
1: So according, I don't know, maybe it's haunted, or Joe Exotic said it was haunted? I mean, okay. that's something he would totally say. So the memorabilia will also feature pill bottles. Items of clothing, wedding tokens, Joe Exotic's infamous jeweled crown, and a glass pipe that belonged to the Tiger Trainer's ex-husband, Travis Maldon- Maldonado. Uh, so Baggins said that he he claims he's been gifted all of these items by Jeff Lowe, the current oh, owner of the Tiger. That Is that creep. the creepy guy?
0: Yeah, he's creep. Yeah.
1: With the, he's the swinger guy, right? With like the bandana and the hat?
0: Yeah. Oh, that guy has guy done bad The guy like the really bad young things. nanny or something?
1: He's done bad things. Yeah. Um... So he said it was gifted them by uh, by Jeff Lowe, the current owner of the Tiger King Zoo. It's unclear where the museum will be located, but of course, your source, of course, here, I will let you know the second I know. And uh, in case you forgot, Joe Exotic is currently serving 22 years in prison for orchestrating a hit on rival Carol Baskin.
0: Killed her husband. Whacked him. Um, remember when I interviewed one of his boyfriends or his husband? Oh, yeah. John Finley.
1: Yeah, and he had his teeth fixed.
0: Yeah, yeah he's got his yeah, choppers fixed and he was wearing up. a shirt. Yep, wore a shirt and got his choppers fixed.
1: Mike says, is it me or has World of Crazy become more porny lately? Seriously. That's all I got, man. It's either Guinness World Records or porn. <laughs> the rest of it's just horrible. So I'm sorry, I'm trying to... I'm trying my best. But sometimes your best isn't good enough.
0: That's World of Crazy. Crazy! That's pretty good.
1: Shut up! God, I swear, that's the most irritating Why did you thing Why'd you tell do? me?
0: Um, all right. I do have some ball talk, though. What? Didn't little... I just
1: finish that? <laughs> okay.
0: It's kind of a long intro. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. The... Major League Baseball season is going to be kicking off on Thursday. So <laughs> okay,
1: on Thursday. On Thursday. So this Thursday, so 2 days.
0: This Thursday the 23rd. Oh wow. 2 days. The 23rd, Major League Baseball makes its return. And, uh, yeah, there it is. Okay, yeah, the, so the Yankees Nationals play, Giants Dodgers play. It's going to be interesting to see how this all goes down. Holy shit,
1: I'm actually really excited to see this. Yeah. Like some sense of, I know it's not going to be normal, but a tiny sense of normalcy.
0: Yeah, a few things with theirs. Uh, no spitting will be allowed. So there's going to be no spitting.
1: Oh, they're, I, baseball players are so superstitious, too. I bet a lot of them are freaking out about that. Because they'll just spit, like, a certain amount of time. Yeah, oh, they got to
0: get over it. I mean... I mean that's yeah I'm sure I'm sure there are they cause they are because they have like a lot of
1: ticks don't they like they baseball do. players
0: like don't wash their socks or jocks or uh, some of them do yeah. some of them don't yeah um, but so they're gonna have to change up all kinds of things because they do like chew sunflower seeds I don't I don't think they're allowed to have tobacco in there but I'm sure some of them do And then, like, yeah they chew gum like that's just for some reason that's just what they do I don't know why it's like a part of the game so all that's got to kind of change um, and it's gonna be you know. They're not going to be like showering at the field, so the locker room whole situation is going to be different. And it's they're not going to be let's see. They have to take a wet rag to the mound to provide moisture, um, because like uh, players are used to like licking their fingers to get a better grip. Like oh when they're yeah. Throwing the ball, so they're not allowed to do that anymore. They're not supposed to lick their fingers, like for certain balls. Oh yeah. Yeah. So with the pitchers, so it's going to be it's going to be different. Oh, it's going to be clunky. It's going to be weird. Yeah. So that's starting up. But then next week, the NBA starts back up. And we did finally get to see some more looks of what it's going to look like. So the players have been in quarantine there for the last couple of weeks, if not longer.
1: And In Florida?
0: In Florida. They're on the Disney World, uh, a section of the Disney World compound. So they have their own section that they're in. So they can walk around in that area. And there's different like activities they can do. But then they can't leave that area. Okay. Or if they leave, then they get... Uh, in trouble and they have to be quarantined again for like two weeks before they can do anything. Oh, wow. So they're not allowed to go anywhere, but they can walk around there. They've been posting a bunch of videos of what the players have been up to, which is a lot of them are having shot, shotgunning beer competitions, which there's a whole new Twitter feed devoted just to that. So they would shotgun a beer and then challenge another player and then the other player would film themselves shotgunning a beer. Oh, wow. Yeah. That seems, at least that's the way to pass it. It was time. mildly entertaining on Twitter. At least I'm like, Honestly. you guys don't have it too rough here, but you're just <laughs> yeah. shotgunning beers and like, a, like on a, res, on a resort that you have to yours, all to yourselves. Uh, but here's how the, the games are going to be played. And this is what we got to see a little bit today. So, um, the NBA showcased a f- couple of images of what the courts are going to look like.
1: Oh, so do they look different?
0: They're, well, they're going to have uh, black lives matter, um, written down the side of them. So that's going to be Good. on all three courts that they're using. So they've got three courts that'll be going. So all the games will rotate in between these three courts. And so Black Lives Matter will be on the side. The players, this is something that we did already. Know, the players are going to have, um, can put specific things on their jersey besides their names. So they can put things like Black Lives Matter. Um, there's a whole list of them that they were allowed to. I can't breathe, vote, justice, stand up, listen, listen to us, say their names. Like So mm-hmm. each player's, they've, they've got a choice. There's, I don't know, maybe like 20 of them that they can choose from if they want to put one of these sayings or phrases on their back.
1: Do they have to or is it their choice? I don't think they have
0: to. Yeah. But... I think it's from what it sounds like they're all going to.
1: Yeah, I would think so. so I thought you all... had said somebody was complaining about not wanting to do it.
0: Um, I mean, there's probably somebody that I thought. Did. Yeah, I thought
1: you had told me that for some reason. I
0: might. Yeah, I'm sure somebody complained. Yeah. yeah. But, um, uh, I don't know who. But anyway, yeah, they're do, they're doing that. They could also do it in, um, a different language too, because I know Nurkic is having it having his written in, like, a different language, but uh, in, in Croatian. Right? He's Croatian. No, he's Bosnian. But, uh, but anyway, so, those, that's what's, so that's something that's going to be different. So different phrases on the jerseys, Black Lives Matter on the court. And then the courts themselves, that's going to be a little bit different, too. Okay, so it's
1: Mike Scott, 76ers forward?
0: I don't remember that, actually. You, I, I don't think I told you about that.
1: Oh, here, I'll send it to you right now. I didn't
0: know about that part. Whatever.
1: Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know what's why I would know it about? if you didn't tell me. Oh, just saying, let's see, I was looking at, I just sent it to you. They gave us some names and phrases to put on the back of the jerseys. That was terrible. It's a bad list, bad choice.
0: Well, it was the NBA Players Association and the NBA approved that list. So he... He just sounds like a turd. So it sounds, you know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Your organization approved it, dude. So, um, so that's part of part of it. But here's the court itself. So this is the thing. So the announcers are going to have their own, like, walled off, like, clear glass, plexiglass area. Where they're announcing that obviously no fans are allowed mm-hmm. on the sidelines the players' chairs are going to be spaced out social distanced so they'll all be sitting kind of like back Six and feet away apart from each or whatever one. yeah mm-hmm. from all directions, so it's all going to be kind of like spread out there and then in the on the court I mean no fans there will be some amount of photographers there, but then they'll have uh television screens up all around the court that'll kind of like box it in all right it'll so look almost like. Like the television screens from what the pictures show, it's almost like in a hockey, you know in a hockey match where they have the plexiglass all the way around the yeah. thing to prevent the puck. Well it's kinda of like that, only it's just big television screens going. That all the sounds way
1: around. like something out of some future movie. Like I swear like you know, like if you're watching like Demolition Man or something where there are mm-hmm. no people in the stands, it's just all screens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are in the future. Yeah,
0: so they said something about how, you know, virtual fans could be there. I haven't seen how that's actually going to work, so that would be weird. Um if they do have that and then uh, yeah so the entire course is surrounded by like yeah large video screens so it said virtual fans and signage like make noise um, could pop up okay so we'll have to see what they do with that but it's definitely going to look different it's going to be interesting and I don't know how they're going to if they're going to pump in crowd noise or not I'm going to guess they're going to pump in crowd noise just to like add to it but I don't know they haven't I, I
1: genuinely that. am curious to see how this me is too gonna
0: be. me too just see how you pull off a production like that. So that's – but anyway, that's next week. So baseball's this Thursday. NBA is next Thursday. I'll
1: be see watching. See how it goes. Yeah. Right, Something go. different.
0: <laughs> that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Slap people know. Don't, don't, don't. That was pretty good. Yeah, Mike's saying uh, how much sense does it make to keep them apart on the sidelines, but then they just go play ball regularly. Uh, ball together. Yeah. And that's that's true. They're keeping them separate for a lot of ways, but I think that's just more for appearances. For show. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And just to showcase to remind people to socially distance themselves. I think it's probably a lot of that because you're right. It's not like they can do that on the court. They're gonna be bumping into each other and playing the game like normal. Yeah. But I think for appearance they're also required to wear masks uh, pretty much at all times too. And now the NBA is making them do it even in interviews. Like Zoom do they interviews. have to do it while they're playing? No. Okay. They don't have to do it while they're playing. That's like the one exception, and maybe on the court side too. Maybe they don't have to, but for even interviews now, they're like making them put the masks on. Okay. Even if though there's nobody else around, they're on Zoom just for the show to make sure people are are doing it. Okay. So I, mean, I think, think I those... think it's a good move. Yeah. Good, good move on the NBA. They're trying to be you know responsible. Proactive. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, we Role do. Models, there we go.
1: There you go. Uh, well, we do have a birthday that we forgot about yesterday. What? And by we I mean you. Because you were supposed to tell me.
0: But our dear friend, Maria... Oh, sentenced- my gosh. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, well, because I started giving a pre... An early birthday last week. And, and then I rescinded it because I was like, oh, all no, I can't do that. You're just like, he doesn't deserve a birthday? No, that's not what I meant. Wow. God dang
1: it. All right. Well, you know, from me, I suppose, Maria, like, I, I want to wish Dennis, and I suppose Greg does probably too, Dennis, a very, very happy
0: birthday Dennis, happy birthday. We
1: love you guys. and think. Oh, we need to get this and we also have your Fun Employment Radio banner that we're um, hanging up in here that we're going to. Yeah, Either here right. or we're going to do it outside. I'm still debating. Okay, yeah, because it's so cool looking. Well, the nib hole one is still outside. Yeah, that's. So I Maria like is lovely and talented and made us this uh, banner. We'll make Greg this banner that says, welcome to the nib hole. And it's all like flags that are hand knitted. It, it is amazing It's very cool So happiest of birthdays to you Dennis Happy, Happy birthday
0: Happy birthday to you Happy birthday to you Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you On that right All right
1: What do people All right
0: Okay um, Thank you everybody Ooh for listening to Fun Employment Radio. Yes,
1: we are so grateful for you. Why are you wiggling like that? you Are like underslept and overcaffeinated?
0: Uh, underslept, overcaffeinated, and then had some extra stuff kind of packed into the day, which is fine, but it's just I haven't stopped going since 4:30 this
1: morning. That's too much.
0: 1:30. Uh, I'll be able to stop at about 4:30, except for.
1: So only just a Lazy 12-hour work day.
0: Yeah. Okay. Get your shit together, Greg. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's that's about right. That's about right in the timing. You know I talked to today? There was James uh, Purefoy. Who's that? He is um, Mark Antony from Rome, the series, and then also <gasps> in The Following. Is he the bad
1: guy from The Following? The he's cult leader? The
0: bag, he's the cult leader from The that's Following. awesome. He's cool. Was he
1: cool? He's cool. He seems cool.
0: He's a real cool dude. So yeah. can
1: people watch that?
0: Yes, it should be up at DigitalTrends.com. Okay, cool. Or on their social media, on Twitter or something. Was
1: somewhere. he dreamy? I mean, I know that you don't swing that way, but was he good-looking?
0: He's a good-looking man. Yeah, he that's, is. That's...
1: He seems like he has a lot of Because I, I don't, like, looking at him, if, he, if I hadn't seen him, like, acting and stuff, I don't find him, like, that attractive. But he just seems like he has a lot of charisma.
0: He's got a lot of charisma. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, He's... you can't
1: play, like, the, you know...
0: The cult leader like that. The cult leader and you know. Well, I I paraphrased to him because I had watched some other interviews and I was like, and I'm I'm I want to talk about this because I'm paraphrasing from another interview Mm. um, that you know that you're the master at playing the magnificent bastard, and he's like, (laughs) yep, (laughs) which is like those Mark Mark Antony and that role they're just like magnificent bastards. Yeah, they're not good, powerful, horrible
1: men. (laughs) Yeah, but charming, but but charming (laughs) at the same
0: time. Yeah, I asked him if he would ever want to go back to that role from the following and he's like, No. It's like after three seasons it got me into a real dark place playing that character. Oh he's like, wow. And both Kevin and I talk about Kevin yeah. Bacon, he's like, neither of us want to go back to that. I
1: actually had to stop watching that yeah. series because it was too fucking dark for me. Yeah. And I and honestly I couldn't handle some stuff but like it started to get real dark. Yeah. And I'm like I don't want to go down this road anymore. I'm That's good. pretty much what he said. He's yeah. like,
0: I don't want no, I don't want to go back there again. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, it was interview. good, but I never finished it. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Okay, Um cool. oh, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yes. And we'll be we back. We're so grateful for you. Tomorrow, with more Fun Employment. Why are you talking like Ray that? Ray D Dot I just wanted to, I wanted to hit the post. Well, you didn't. <laughs> well, I did, because I timed it up for you. I set oh, you up to hit do. the post. That'll do. Oh, but before we go, here's something. This is uh, going to be on the podcast. So for everybody out there, as you know, Fun Employment Radio Network also has some other shows. Geek in the City is going to be on later on today. Definitely check out Geek in the City. Um, yeah. But also, the Mark and Todd cast. We've got their episode here for you early, and it is a great one. We talk about wanting distractions. Well, here's a distraction. So what they did, a, what they did an entire episode on is the history of the... You know the
1: crazy inflatable tube man.
0: Crazy inflatable tube man that you see at like car dealerships? (laughs) They did the history of that. So that's what their episode is about. It's covering that. And uh, if you are a subscriber here and you're listening live, you're going to get to hear this before it goes up publicly because that's something that they are awesome and they bring to us here ahead of time so that everybody who's members of the network gets something a little extra special. That's amazing. I've always actually
1: kind of wondered who came up with that. So I am curious curious too. I'm like,
0: that's actually. Awesome. I, I love no education idea. along
1: with like being entertained. So that way, yeah. you, It seems like a, a fun random fact that you could have like, hey, do you know about the crazy inflatable tube, tube man and what that came from? Well,
0: here it is. I know. Let's find out. All right. For those of you who are subscribers, here it is. The Wacky Waving Tube Man.